Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Always Aggressive Podcast. I'm Hunter Massingill, alongside head coach Tony Ursuline, Tanner, Corey behind the scenes. As always, how is everyone doing today? I'm doing well. Just got done with morning workouts. Uh, no school for the next month, so it's, it's all just focused on wrestling. Train, train, train. It's a wonderful world. It's a good time of year. I mean, student athletes, obviously, they're here for their for their schooling, and that's the most important thing. But it is nice just to be able to to not have anything else to worry about when you when you put the schedule together. You get practice whenever you want. You get 100% of their brain for the next, what, three weeks? Let's hope that's the case. But yes, you're <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, that's fair. Fair point. Fair point. Uh, so we got... SIUE coming up on Thursday. Take at, off. Take off tomorrow at 7 p.m. Right, take, kicking off on Wednesday. Uh, the biggest thing that stands out to me is that it's a Thursday match, which will be the earliest in the week that the team will have wrestled. Is that changing the schedule? I mean, obviously, like we just talked about, you get to practice whenever you want because there's no classes or anything. Uh, but how's that changing your schedule with a day or two earlier than you're used to? to getting ready for it. No, I mean, you know, we break things into like three-day training cycles is basically how I, I like to do it anyway. So it's just it's just a three-day segment leading up into that duel, and that's so we just follow our plan on, on that three-day segment. You know what I mean? On where, where your high-volume days are, you know, where you're working your technique, you know, how you want the weight brought down. You know, you just start with that and work it down. And So the plan's already in place, and so we're just following the plan as we go into holiday break. And you've got a lot of new guys that are going to be facing this team for the first time. I mean, obviously, two years ago, uh, took on SIUE here at home, winning that one 31-9. Uh, but only three guys from that lineup are going to be in this lineup with Lighty, Bruner, and Max Lyon, the only guys that have taken on SIUE. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's a situation where... You know, coming off finals, I put the duel in because you want the guys to get get right back. You know, into that frame of mind where they're thinking about competing, training, you know, executing all those things. So, you know, even the last week, you kind of, you know, it's a big week for the kids. Finals, you got to, you've worked 16 weeks for these grades. It's important that you finish strong. So, you you shift a little bit of your focus, and so it's a it's a very different schedule last week, as we mentioned you know, on last week's podcast. So, you know, now it's, it's get them back where they're really thinking about, you know, their sport and executing and, and being better. Mm -hmm. You know, we are going to take a, a short break, but this really is designed to, hey, you know, get back in that rhythm of, of you know, improving week to week and really setting your, your sights on what's ahead. And it's a really interesting way to look at it. I was doing a, a little research this morning, going through some different team schedules in the Big Ten, and, uh, and not everybody does it this way. Not everybody wants to get back on the mat here this week before, uh, before the holidays. Um, you know, some teams have like a full month off between competitions. And so, you know, there's, there's different ways to skin the cat. But I, you know, obviously, I'm, you know, I know I get paid to say this, but, you know, I like, I like the way you look at it and getting them refocused before we kick them loose. And the fact that, you know, let, make them make, make weight one more time. Yeah. And, you know, make them, make them get, get dialed back in after, after that grind of finals. I mean, honestly, yeah, last year I saw it differently. Yeah, you know, we or we tried it differently, right? So you <laughs> okay. you, you learn. So There's some trial and error. You no, know, there always is. You know, like anything. And so last year we came out of Vegas and we gave them the whole month. Now we trained, obviously. We, we're going to uh, dismiss the guys at the same time on December twentieth. But last year we we were done, and then we went through finals, and then we just trained for another week, and then I kicked the guys loose, and we had duels down at South Beach. And I honestly didn't like how that worked out. I thought we were a little sluggish. Uh, we were a little slow kind of getting back into the rhythm. And so this year, uh, I really made it a point to make sure we had something to train for uh, following finals. So uh, let, you know, we'll, we'll pay close attention.
attention how this works out, but I do right now. I like where it's at. It's forced the guys to be more disciplined and really get ready. You know where maybe they were kind of, uh, you know, you know, hanging out in their mind a little bit mm -hmm. too much. And I'm sure that focus is something that you're having to to really, for lack of a better word, focus on in the wrestling room, just because you know on the other side of SIUE, these guys get a break that you know a little bit of a mid-season break, which we'll talk about in a minute, but making sure they're staying focused on the task at hand, that they have an SIUE team coming up, they've got a, another duel uh, before we before we head off to Midlands and Big Ten schedule to be able to stay locked in for these next couple days and not overlook the Cougars because they've got a break coming up. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You know, every every match is important. You know, this match is just as important as as Vegas, you know, and, and obviously people talk about the importance because of the matchups and the number of teams, but really, anytime you get an opportunity to compete, you got to take advantage of that and, and you've got to go compete at a high level to get better, right? Consistency is what kind of defines, you know, uh, greatness, you know what I mean? We, you, know, let, let, you know, talk about Drew Brees last night, right? There's a Purdue guy. You know, that, that guy has had consistency over his career, and here, look where he sits, you know, at the top of the NFL you know, quarterback list with as yards I put on and touchdowns. As I put on Twitter last night, that man had zero chill last night. Yeah. He was all business all the time. That was unreal to watch. Right. You know, and, and but that's, but you, if you look at high performers, that's what they are. They're very consistent. And this is another opportunity for us where we need to be consistent. We need to come out. We need to take advantage of the opportunity to compete certainly don't waste it right use it to get better um you know as a wrestler you know and and, and the the, the uh, you know routines you're trying to establish as a competitor so you know that's my hope is these guys will be ready to go and compete at a high level that's what it's there for and on the other side of the break or excuse me on the other side of the duel you do have a little bit longer of a break with christmas letting the guys go for a couple days how important is it to you as a coach to your coaching staff and even the team to kind of get that mid-season break to rest, recover. Uh, I mean, these guys, they've, they've had a tough season up to this point. Give them a chance to, to take a break, let their bodies recover a little bit for an extra couple days. And I imagine even for you, for you coaches, get a chance to, to kind of reset and get ready for you know, the gauntlet that is the big yeah. season. No, it, it, it is important, right? You, you have to have time. To, uh, to relax and enjoy yourselves. I'm certainly gonna enjoy time with my family, and I'm sure the, the, the boys are gonna enjoy time with theirs, as, as will all of us. So that is, I think that's hugely important, you know, to just kind of go get refreshed and, and get away for a little bit, and then come back and just really renew your focus and, and your passion for what you're doing. Um, I will mention, um, we won't have as long of a break, coaches, because Coach Sue Flone is competing at the U.S. Open down in Dallas-Fort Worth right. Saturday and Sunday. So um, for anybody wanting to follow Jake. Get him, Sue. Uh, we are going to fly out. We're going to get back really late on Thursday night after the duel. And then uh, Coach Vega, Sue Flone, and I will be jumping on a plane Friday morning. Uh, Jake's going to make weight and compete Saturday, Sunday. So uh, I won't be getting home for Christmas until, you know, the evening of the 22nd. But, um, but it's, you know, worthy cause to watch Suf compete. He's put a lot of time and effort into it. And so we're excited to kind of go down to Dallas and, and watch him. Are you, are you a mere spectator at that event or do you get to, to be Matt's side at all? Do you get to help him? During yeah, the match? no, uh, Vega and I will be in the corner. So, uh, you know, maybe we'll get to throw the brick or, you know, challenge a call <laughs> or, you know, uh, get loud a few times, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. You know, I'm, I'm excited to watch Jake. Like I said, it was a couple years ago. He was third at the U.S. Open, and then he had the unfortunate knee injury, head surgery, had to take a year off. So, you know, this is his first tournament back, and, and we're really excited to watch him. 
Uh, are you going to be hosting the team over this over this week, like you did on Thanksgiving, getting a chance to, to be able to hang out with the guys? So it's interesting. Did it last night? We did it last night. Oh, yeah. It was not at my house. We're, we're uh, you know, we cater meals in for the guys over break. They're in actually down eating breakfast right now or brunch. And so in the J9 room where they kind of have the student athlete meals, you know, weekly is where we got together last night, had a meal catered in, and we did our white elephant uh, gift. I'll bet that was a trip. Best, yeah, best, was white, a trip. Ele- best white elephant gift. Yeah. Or best or worst, however you want to look at it. Man, I tell you what. Um, did anybody show up with toilet paper again? No, we did not have anybody bring two <laughs> rolls of toilet paper, which I was refreshed to see that. Uh, <laughs> you know, there was some... Uh, there was some uh, it's useful, you know. There was a... Uh, it's fair. It is useful. A paint crew shirt. There was a gold paint crew shirt basketball. <laughs> nice. That showed up, so I was surprised to see that at a wrestling... That's pretty uh, good. ...white elephant party. You know, we got some hunters. We had some some hunting gifts. Man, we had a knife set. Yeah, well, I, that was, like, That's interesting. Nice. Uh, you know, we got a lot of coffee drinkers, so there's a lot of, a lot of coffee mugs or, you know, uh, things like that around. It was, it was pretty good overall. It was pretty, you know, in good taste for the most part. Good. But, but so we did. <laughs> for the most part. For the most part. I'll leave the rest of that out. It's a family show. It's a family show. Um, but, no, it, we had a great time. It was, you know, we had dinner together, and then we just hung out and, and, and did gifts and, and enjoyed each other's company. So uh, with it being a short week, you know, that we had to do it. So it was a Monday night, and like I said, we're going to get on the bus tomorrow. Yeah. Well, for a, a four-hour trip down to Edwardsville, just northeast of St. Louis, so if anybody's looking to make a trip to watch the Boilers take on the Cougars on Thursday night. Uh, have to leave about 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon to get there from campus, but it won't take too long. Not if you live in Missouri. we got our Boilers in Missouri and central sure. Illinois they can get over there. Very true. Uh, don't want to overlook the Cougars. Don't want to overlook Chris, nope. Christmas break. Nope. Uh, but we won't have a show next week or the week after, so we won't get a chance to preview Midlands, so we're going to do it today. Merry uh, Midlands. Just a short trip up to Hoffman Estates, Illinois. It's just west of Evanston, uh, technically hosted by Northwestern, I believe, right? Uh, this year, number three in the Sears Center, Tony? Yeah, I believe it is three, and I know uh, just talking with Tim Soseski, who's the tournament director, it sounds like they, they like their contract out there. They do. Uh, he said the so same thing to me and It sounds Vegas. like we're going to stay there for the foreseeable future. You know, originally we had moved off because Northwestern uh, Welsh Ryan Arena was under a renovation, right. and so we thought it was just going to be a short. When it was finished, we'd be back in there, but that certainly isn't the case. They like where it's at now. And, and I actually uh, think they made having having been to the new Welsh Ryan a few times for basketball, um, I think the floor is smaller. And that might be why they're keeping the tournament out there. That they make, they may not sense. be able to move Midlands back into Welsh Ryan, honestly, out of, out of pure size. You know, they took the gym out of the back, yep. so you can't, you can't put mats back there anymore. Um, yep. So it's all, yeah. And, and the Sears Center in Hoffman Estates has just a lot more amenities, hotels, restaurants, things like that, that Evanston kind of doesn't have. You're not staying, for that many wrestlers. Yeah, you're staying in, in different you know, uh, areas. You're staying in Skokie, right, exactly, to, to get yep. over to Evanston. So that well, makes sense. Similar to Vegas, uh, very similar style of tournament, obviously very similar in terms of the talent that you're going to see there as well. Yeah, another another uh, really uh, good test for our guys. Uh, from what I understand, the tournament's probably full right now. They're not taking any more entries, and so I would expect each weight to be to be deep, uh, similar to Cliff Keen, and there'll be a lot of good battles and a lot of good tests. 
you know, and that and to me that's a perfect uh, you know test for us because we'll have Midlands 29th and 30th, and then we don't compete again until the 12th, which funny enough will be at Welsh Ryan against Northwestern. But that we've you know we've got you know 10, 11 days there to kind of go back, work on some things, you know, and get the guys ready for that Big Ten season. Well, uh, as we've talked about multiple times, never be able to get away from the Big Ten. Uh, there's going to be plenty of. Big I'm looking Ten at the schools. field right now. Big Ten schools that are going: uh, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa. Northwestern, Purdue, and Wisconsin. And so that's interesting, right? So we had six teams uh, at Cliff Keen, I think Big Ten, and uh, the, the ones that we didn't primarily see at Vegas will now be at Midland. So we'll get a chance to see just about everybody from yeah. those two tournaments before we duel. And I'm sure there's going to be uh, plenty of teams that you've already seen there too as well. And a lot of them, actually, to be honest with you. You look at Cal Poly, we've seen a bunch of them. Um, we've seen a little bit of Central Michigan. Uh, we've seen a little bit of Harvard. Um, we get to see North Carolina for the first time. They're coming. That'll be good. Uh, get to see Northern Illinois again. Get to see Northern Iowa again. Get to see Oklahoma again. So there's, um, a, chance, there's yeah. a chance in here for some guys to have some repeat matches, maybe for the first time this season against teams that they've seen. Uh, a chance to be able to wrestle someone that they've already seen wrestle in person, maybe at some of these other tournaments that you've seen wrestle at some of these other tournaments. Does that change their preparation at all? Especially uh, maybe some guys that have already competed against someone and beat them can maybe be in a little bit of a dangerous situation that they <clears throat> might get a little bit overconfident going into a match facing a guy that they, they've already beaten and they feel like, that I've already got this in the bag. No, well, I mean, you want to guard against that, right? Your right. preparation is always the same, you know, in my mind, right? I, mean, I think we've talked about a little bit about that before. You know, I don't want guys to, to get outside of, you know, what their mindset is, how they want to go compete. So when you put your foot on the line, you know exactly how you're going to execute. Your effort should always be high, right? I mean, you're going to compete hard. You're going to compete to the best of your ability. So any adjustments you may make could be very minor, just of a technical nature. You know, certainly you would never expect a, a letdown because we've beaten a guy before. Every time you step on the mat, it's it's like flipping a coin, right? You've got a 50-50. There's win and lose. You got two choices. You're gonna win or you lose. So every time it's 50-50. Mm -hmm. Now, right? Now you always try to put the odds in your favor through your hard work, your preparation, your diet, your rest. You know, you try to stack the odds in your favor through your preparation. But honestly, when when you put your foot on the line. It, we're going to go execute and you're going to follow the game plan. You know, there might be minor, you know, uh, differences in, in your approach. Like if we got beat and he was riding legs on us hard and we got rode out, mm -hmm. um, you know, okay, we're going to, we're going to make an adjustment in, in terms of that. But the rest of it is going to be identical because we do not want to get out of our routine or our mindset. Yeah. One thing I wanted to ask in regards to Vegas, which I forgot to ask a couple weeks ago was, your, uh, you and the rest of the coaches and your guys' preparation, you know, you don't want the team looking ahead to, to matches that they have ahead of them, to stay, to stay focused on, on the match that they have at hand. But do, your, do you and your coaches get a chance to look ahead for them, be able to scout some guys that you know they're probably going to see in, in matches that are ahead and be able to, you know, make your way around the arena? I drive Tony crazy that way because I'm already looking at trips like through the end of January and I'm asking him about stuff and he's like, Tanner, I don't know. He's like, just just put names down. It's fine. Like, <laughs> he's like, we're gonna change them later anyway. You know, like he he gave me the names. He gave me the names for Midlands already. I'm not putting those in the computer. I know that they're not right. Mm -hmm. He knows me well. <laughs> I, I know they're going to change, but yeah, I drive him nuts with looking ahead. So do you get to see you get to see guys you know around especially at tournaments like Vegas, tournaments like Midland. You get to look ahead for your team. 
Yeah, you know, we, we have guys, you know, who will, um, you know, scouts, kind of, I use that word lightly because we, we don't do a deep dive into film or a deep dive into watching opponents. Like, I think you can get overly concerned, right, with what your opponent's doing, and then you forget to execute your plan, and that's, that's a, there's a real danger in that, maybe in all of sports, right? So, um, but you look out for tendencies or positions that they might be outstanding at. You know, um, I'll, use, I'll use Lighty, for example. We wrestled a young man. Um, from OU, Mantanona, Anthony Mantanona, very dangerous um, from the overhooks. Dude you know, got loves, great to, hit, throw loves to throw He's very dangerous. Right. Lottie likes underhooks. Um, but for this particular man, young man, is hey, you know, we, we can't bury our hooks in there because he's going to snug up our elbows and he's going to look to throw. So, you know, that kind of a situation you handle. You say, okay, hey, Dylan, instead of us, you know, working our hooks so much, we're going to work this tie or that tie. We're going to approach, it, you know, our attacks from, from maybe this position. And so, like I said, you know, you don't make wholesale changes, but just minor things that can help you uh, avoid some problem situations, right? And that's all you're really trying to do. You know, you don't want to get, you know, give so much information to your kids that that's all they're thinking about because now, you know, our game plan went out the window. So there's a, there's a balancing act there um, that, that we as coaches try to, try to use with our guys. And I think the reason uh, for, for those that may be wondering at home to kind of be a bridge here between – coach and everyone else is these guys when you're you're telling these guys to prepare their way prepare for their style because you have such big differences in preparation time right so even in tournaments and other sports same thing in wrestling you know your first match for like 24 hours 48 hours you know the first guy you're going to go up against the second guy you're going to go up against you're going to have about an hour or two Mm -hmm. to prepare for that guy which is why it's important to prepare your way for your match and wrestle your style because you you can't just based off of logistics you can't prepare yep. for anyone other than you know you can't prepare for the guy that you're going to wrestle after the guy that you're your first match yep. against no you're absolutely right i mean in, in our sport you know you could have three four matches in a day right i mean now a one-day tournament like the michigan state open you might wrestle six in a day mm-hmm. so certainly you don't have a lot of time and then that's where like i said your preparation takes place before you even get to the venue so you hope you've prepared your guys from that standpoint and then you just give them little pieces of information that can help make the difference in the match right. for them you know what i mean but by and large it's hey you you pat them on the butt you send them out there to put their foot on the line you say hey go do it you know it's in your hands you know go do it and that's what I think probably all of us love about the sport you know it's in your hands take take care of it right well due to the schedule and the holidays we'll take the next couple weeks off obviously Oilers have SIUE on Thursday and then next week is Christmas and then Midlands next weekend and then New Year's so we'll be back the week after New Year's uh, it'll be probably a little bit longer of a show just because we'll have <laughs> a lot to catch SIUE, up on. There's going to be a bunch. There's going to be a bunch. And not only that, we've got the Big Ten season to preview once we come back because the, the well, day I, that we come back. I want to know what everybody's going to get for Christmas, too. So, I mean. <laughs> I hope I got a rock. I didn't, give, I didn't give my, my family any ideas. Did you name him? Ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Tony. <laughs> That's apropos. There we go. That's apropos. Uh, Thank you. But we'll also be able to preview the start of the Big Ten season. We'll probably uh, get a little bit of a lay of the land when we come back of what the Big Ten season looks like this, uh, this upcoming season. But we're going to start off with Northwestern and Iowa, a couple of uh, very tough matches. 
And you get Iowa at home this year, which is always yep. a big one. Always for, a big for one. For you especially, alma mater, for people who don't know, for Coach Ursuline. Uh But it's going to be hopefully a packed Holloway gym. I know tickets are on sale now already, uh, so people can come watch the Boilers take on Iowa for the first time since the Boilermaker duels, which was over a month ago. It'll be a uh, it'll be an interesting one. There's the the timing is going to be kind of dependent on CBS and pro football and men's basketball, and so we'll get everybody the start time for that one as soon as <laughs> as soon as we can. Yeah. A little, a little um, glimpse into the the scheduling world, the broadcasting world. We are waiting on when our match is going to be based off of when the a- a AFC basketball game. Well, no, no. It's actually it starts it a, with the it, AFC playoffs. Right. There's a, there's a domino effect here. Yes. Right? That starts with the AFC uh, playoff game, an AFC playoff game, whether that's played at one o'clock or at four thirty, which will move a basketball game. Yeah, I uh, believe. The, the men play Michigan State in at either, Mackey that at day. At either noon or three thirty. Right. And we will subsequently go four hours after when the men's basketball tip-off is. So, did you stay with us? Are you there? For those of you that are trying to put it in your schedules, just pay attention to when that AFC playoff game is. And about a week that, out. We'll that, know We'll know about a week out. Right, that'll, that'll be your indicator of when the Boilers will be at home. So I want to jump in before, before we sign off. You've been coaching a while. You've coached around the Big Ten. and I did, I he, know He's old, so yes, he's been <laughs> coaching a while. I'm right there with him. Um, You've got connections to a lot of schools, but nothing's like your alma mater. Does it ever, does it ever get old? Does it ever get tiresome? Do you ever get? Is it still special to coach against your alma mater? Was it ever special to coach against your alma mater? Um, you know, yeah. So the the word is interesting to me when you say special, right? You know, I, I'm always excited to compete against right. uh, my alma mater. I mean, I do. There's right. They have great tradition. And a lot of I have a lot of fond memories, you know, uh, in Iowa City there at the University of Iowa. So, so yeah, I'm always excited to to wrestle the Hawkeyes. Absolutely, 100. Um, percent But you know, I think I learned a long time ago that you know it, it's about it's about the job at hand, right? Sure. And so that you're always so focused on that that um, you know you don't really maybe you don't enjoy it in the moment like you should. Is when I look back, right? Like it's. You know, it's just something like, you know, you're so busy preparing that, you know, I don't probably enjoy it as much as I should, possibly. You know what I mean? That's how I kind of see it is it's just another important duel for our guys, and we're going to prepare hard, and we're going to really be dialed in. Um, But a lot of fond memories there, and so it's it's always nice to, you know, uh, to to wrestle the Hawks. It's sort of the human condition, right? We we don't appreciate it until it's over. Yeah, you know, it's like the year, right? Like this, yeah. we're gonna blink and the year's gonna be gone. And that I tell the guys that every year, and here we are at Christmas break already, and the guys are like, "Yeah, this is going really fast." And I'm like, "Yeah, don't blink. We're, we're gonna be in March here in about, mm-hmm. you know, two seconds." So, um, especially for guys like, especially for guys like Dylan and Christian. Yep, and, and and you should, right? We should enjoy this. I mean, otherwise, why would we do it? You know, and I got to remind myself that often. If there's anything that, uh, and I know we're kind of taking a foray around the bend here, yeah. but um, you know, if there's anything that I do try to remind the guys, because it's been my own personal fault, you know, as I as I competed and even now coached, it's you got to enjoy the journey because sometimes you get to the end and you're like, that's it. You know what I mean? Like you got to really enjoy this, the the process of it. And so, you know, when I talk to the guys, this I think sometimes they think it's just coach speak. But, I mean, honestly, um, you know, every year is different. I can say I was fortunate to be on national championship teams at Iowa, and I enjoyed some years more than others. 
You know what I mean? You know, and you say, well, you all ended in a national championship. <laughs> they were all different. Each mm -hmm. each experience is different. You know, each year is different. Different guys, and even if it's the same guys, they're a year older. You're, you're a different man than you were before. And so, um, you know, I just, you got to really enjoy it and take it for what it is, you know? I think that's something that's going to have to, you're going to have to keep preaching because I don't, I think it's going to be a, a tough one to get through these guys' heads. I mean, it's something that I don't think you can understand until you're on the wrong side of it. Yeah, th there might be that too, you know. Well, if no one has anything else, uh, we'll say goodbye for now. Uh, as always, if you have any questions and comments, you can send them to at Purdue Wrestling on across all social media platforms. Uh, for Coach, Tony Harrison, Tanner, Corey. Merry Christmas, happy Christmas. holidays. Happy holidays. As always, boiler up. We got really existential here. Yeah, right? It's good like stuff. It.